live from Fort Bragg's backyard. This is the show that put the One Ted Nation on the map. There is only one nation, the One Ted Nation. And you're listening to the 110 Nation Sports Show. Covering each and every sport across the board. There is no sport too large or too little. It's time to talk the talk. Here we go. Here's the man, the founder, and your host, Mr. CJ Sports. Sports Show. I'm your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Also, check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. Also, check out the site, www.110nationsports.com, for all the latest going on here at the 110 Nation. You guys missed it last night. You guys were in the studio for Race Chat Live on every Monday night right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. You guys were jumping into uh, the 2021 NASCAR season. Covered a little bit of the uh, play by the Bay. Um, as uh, they have some uh, winter, was it winter nationals or winter or something going on down there in Tampa Bay. Um, caught a little bit of it. Um, did record it. Someone catch the uh, the last night of a Saturday night's racing. Um, Talked about the uh, top 10 moves or uh, 10 moves that happened in this offseason. Um, they, they were talking about uh, Bob uh, Cochris. And we had him on so long ago. But the uh, list he uh, came out with with the, uh, some of the offseason moves. And uh, Taz, Chris, and uh, Craig were uh, going over those and uh, giving their thoughts and opinions on that. And, of course, getting you guys ready. Um, this weekend we got uh, qualifying, Bush Clash. Um, and uh, then, of course, next Thursday, we got the 120, hard to believe, we got the 125, right? 125 qualifiers coming up next weekend, or next week, Thursday night, uh, so, or uh, Thursday afternoon. I might have to uh, shift some schedule stuff around. I almost forgot about those uh, qualifying races coming up um, next week. And then, of course, uh, day 2500 on the 14th, so uh, looking forward to uh, NASCAR season kicking off. And I uh, make sure you guys, uh, Tune in every Monday night. These guys uh, get you guys covered. Uh, I know they're uh, real big on the SRX as we're waiting for that uh, uh, rollout, and they got some more driver announcements. And Taz is uh, the SR expert, as they call him, um, and he's been uh, really big on keeping up on that and uh, making sure that, that we know all the latest going on with that. Um, also, make sure you guys go to the site www.1010nationsports.com. As uh, we got the NFL season wrapping up, we'll talk a little bit about that um, and uh, the wild golf trade going on. Um, and it just happened this week, and uh, my thoughts and opinions on that. And of course, the uh, NBA season has gotten underway. LeBron and the fan get into it last night. Um, seems that uh, I guess both sides weren't being too professional with that. 
Um, and of course, the Brooklyn Nets, that James Harden move at the beginning of the season. Brooklyn got what they wanted. And anybody was any kind of brain knew what was about to happen. Right, we, we got a high scoring Brooklyn Nets, uh, the highest scoring team in the NBA, but then we also got the worst defense because ain't none of them going to play defense. Um, who, which allow an average of 125 points, the worst in the NBA. So uh, all those uh, analysts that just thought that Brooklyn was going to be the team to beat all of a sudden, I, I don't know if they just thought all of a sudden Harden and, and Kyrie Irving and, and Durant were just going to be this defensive force that they've never been in their whole NBA career or what. Um, the, uh, the breakdown, the meltdown of the – Brooklyn Nets uh, against the uh, um, against Washington as uh, we watched them come back. Uh, they were down by like five points, eight seconds left. They ended up winning by like three points. It was crazy. Back-to-back threes and, and then finished off with a, a couple points to finish up the game. Um, MLB, we got some uh, off-season moves as uh, – <sighs> It's funny listening to millionaires and billionaires argue over everything. And we're, we're going to have a season, but it's not looking too good after that. Uh, I think this is rolling over from last year and their incapabilities of to be able to agree on stuff. And uh, as we know, last year, they could, they could have had a much longer and better season than what they did. And, they end up sacrificing um, most of the season, and, and then they managed to have 60 games. And now, now we're arguing over how many games this year, and how the playoffs are going to roll, and double headers, and so we're, we're we're about to see how this rolls out. Uh, they're supposed to be kicking the season off at the end of this month, so we'll, we'll see um, and, and getting things rolling anyway. Uh, so we'll see how this plays out, and I mean, I understand some of it, and, and the owners wanting to put a delay on the season as these these vaccines, or we're going to use those as air quotes, the, the, that security blanket that some of these people and politicians feel that we need to make people feel all of a sudden that uh, they're safe and can go and be around each other and be to these games so everybody makes more money. Um, I mean, we had 17,000 at, at a football game, what, two weekends ago? So, I mean, let's just, let's, let's get over all this and either we're going to play some baseball or we're not going to play some baseball. There's either there's going to be fans on the stand or there's not, there's, there's going to be a restricted amount of fans on the stand or they're, they're going to have at least close to full stadiums as possible. Let's, let's just move forward with this and stop dragging our feet on all this stuff. So we've got a lot of things to uh, get into, a lot of things going on to the site. Um, so make sure you guys jump over there, check that out, www.1fendationsports.com. Um, some of the off-season moves already, as, uh, already, as we get ready to roll into the season. Um, Marcus Simeon and the Toronto Blue Jays have agreed to a one-year contract um, $18 million. Um, Toronto decided to fork out uh, to help uh, help increase their uh, infield, help uh, 
gives them a, a better uh, opportunity here to uh, pursue uh, a stronger infield and to uh, get it, get into the playoffs this year. Um, a good a good pickup for the Blue Jays. Um, eighth season, batting 223, seven home runs, um, 23 RBIs, with uh, 53 games of the short season last year. Um, There's only the fourth piece added to the Blue Jays in a slow-moving offseason. Career-wise, 115 home runs, 380 RBIs. Um, like I said, a good solid piece um, for the uh, Blue Jays, not only to uh, help improve their infield, but also to, uh, to, to, to add a little muscle to uh, their rotation or, or their, their batting lineup um, as they, they play out there in the tough division. And uh, this gives them an opportunity to be a little bit more competitive and uh, provide some more opportunities. The New York Yankees have signed right-handed reliever um, Darren O'Day to a one-year $2.5 million contract. Um, we know the Yankees always – always looking to improve and always willing to spend that money. Um, it's, it's one of those things that blow my mind. You uh, you got baseball who does not have a salary cap and Yankees spend all this money and yet managed to find a way to win the championships that they should be winning versus the money they spend. You're talking about the highest payroll um, and, and yet, they're they're unable to to seal the deal. Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer that uh, they they need to have a salary cap. I, I think that is it. Every other sport does this, and it helps create very competitive teams across the entire league. I mean, you're going to have. You're going to have your sorry teams regardless. You're, you're going to have your, your Cincinnati Bengals and your New York Jets. And you're, you're, you're just going to have these teams. But for a majority of each of these leagues that, that have salary caps and causes teams to only be able to be loaded with so many superstars, it, it helps cre- create opportunities for these lesser markets and these teams that uh, uh, maybe would be less appealing if they they were in Major League Baseball and didn't have all this money just to fork out and had to be competitive and, and everybody had to be kind of on the same playing field. Um, the deal includes uh, player and club option for 2022. Um, of course, is subject to uh, successful physical corner reports. Uh, O'Day is 40 and 19 with 2.51 ERA, 600 strikeouts, 158 walks, and 576 in two thirds innings over a 13 year career. Um, he's pitched for the Angels, the Mets, the Rangers, the Orioles, and Braves. Um, O'Day became a free agent when Atlanta declined a $3.25 million option, triggering a $250,000 buyout. Um, so, Obviously, the Braves weren't too, uh, weren't too pleased with his performance or at least want to move in a different direction, maybe upgrade their situation. Um, and so he went on, and the Yankees went ahead and worked out what they felt was a good amount to uh, bring him on board and help their rotation. Um, and uh, 
Cleveland Indians and the outfielder um, Eddie Rosario have agreed to a deal. And thank God, <laughs> thank God. Um, I tell you what, uh, Rosario's been a uh, thorn in our side um, for the last couple of years, hitting more home runs in, in our ballpark than anywhere else. Um, Rosario has the best season in 2019 where he reached a career high at 32 home runs, 109 RBIs, and 137 games. Um, last season, 13 home runs, 42, uh, 42 runs, and 57 games. Um, but uh, he's hit more career home runs, uh, 22, uh, 22 of them in 93 games against Cleveland um, than any other team. He had 11 of those homers at Progressive Field, his most in any road ballpark. Um, you know, it's it's say what's been rough to be a, an Indian fan. I remember when I was overseas and, and got to watch my my Indians fall to the damn Florida Marlins, who pretty much bought themselves the championship. But they, either way, we we should have won that. That that was our series, and uh, we just kind of crumbled and fell apart, and uh, ended up losing that game seven. And then, what was it, two years, three years ago, where we went on that 22, 25, 26, whatever game run that was, going into the playoffs, the hottest team in all of Major League Baseball, and was really getting my hopes up that finally Cleveland would would bring a championship home in baseball after so many years, and uh, we couldn't even make it past that first round. Um, So uh, a great great addition um, for the outfield. For obviously um, for our um, batting rotation, uh, one year, eight million dollar deal. Hopefully, uh, he performs at the level the Indians are hoping, and uh, this ends up being a great fit. Um, and he has proven, like I said, um, 2019 career highs in home runs, RBIs, um, and is just uh, been a thorn on our side. And uh, well, I'm hoping that. Uh, at this case, we'll be able to uh, use him to be a thorn of someone else's side and uh, make a deep playoff run. As long as I'm getting tired of these uh, short one and dones, maybe slide into the second round of playoffs and being done. Um, I, I would like to see the Indians find themselves um, rolling in deep into the playoffs or into the World Series. That would be uh, great. The Minnesota Twins and uh, shortstop. Uh, uh, Geraldton Simmons have finalized the deal as well. Told you there's a lot of moves this last week uh, as we're getting ready for the uh, preset, uh, uh, spring spring training and everything. Uh, one year, $10.5 million deal. Um, he will help improve the Twins infield as they seek the third straight uh, American League Central Division title. Uh, Simmons batted 297, 10 RBIs, no home run, 35 hits last season in the shortened season. Um, just a career 269 hitter in his nine-year career, which consists of being with the Braves and the Angels. Um, but the Twins, obviously, um, losing Rosario in the outfield, went ahead and worked on improving their infield. Um, obviously, they're going to take a hit in the uh, uh, on the offensive side. Um, so not such a strong bat, but obviously um, – with the infield and improving that, that will help. Chicago Cubs uh, and uh, pitcher Trevor Williams also come to an agreement. Um, one year, $2.5 million contract as the Chicago Cubs are working on improving their bullpen as well. 
um, a great piece for the uh, the Chicago Cubs. As uh, um, Trevor Williams, uh, five-year career uh, with the, the Pittsburgh Pirates, um, 31-37 record for 43 ERA, 106 games. Um, just two and eight last year, though, with a 6.18, 6.18 ERA, 11 starts. Um, best year, though, was uh, 2018 uh, with a 14 and 10 record and a 3.11 ERA and 31 starts. Um, just an opportunity for the Cubs to uh, add a piece to their their ball their bullpen rotation, um, help improve um, what has been a, a kind of a rotating bullpen out there in Chicago. Philadelphia Phillies and shortstop Didi um, Gregory agreed to a two-year, $28 million um, contract. Um, as this was uh, um, a good piece, a, a good uh, starting um, as he was with Philly last year. Um, as he continues to, to help Philly um, kind of get back into uh, being relevant in the uh, – the National League, following his Tommy John surgery in October of 2018, he uh, came back to hit 238, 16 home runs, 61 RBIs in 2019. Last year in the uh, COVID-shortened season, he batted 284, 10 home runs, 40 RBIs, 34 runs with a .827 on, uh, on base percentage. Um, in his nine seasons, Red Diamondbacks, Yankees, and Phillies, he's got a 265 average, 120 home runs, 457. Obviously, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies liked what they saw last year and wanted to uh, go ahead and extend and bring him back. We'll see how that goes. As, as next week, we will continue uh, getting you guys. Uh, I'm going to continue getting you guys uh, updated on all the off-season uh, major league uh, baseball um, signings and and moves as we get uh, ever so much closer to the uh, the, the 2021 season. Uh, we got Super Bowl Sunday this weekend, and you know I, I, I feel that many have come to dislike Tom Brady, but I, I think even more come to really, <laughs> really dislike um, Patrick Mahomes. I, we need to pass this whole uh, cramming him down our throat as being the next goat. You've won one Super Bowl and you've got one ridiculous contract at this point. It's really all you've done and accomplished at this point. Yeah, I listened to a conversation earlier about them 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 going on and on about uh, Mahomes is going to pass every record that Tom Brady has ever accomplished and is going to be the next goat. And you know, up up until Mahomes came in the league, they felt that things that Tom Brady accomplished, nobody else was ever going to accomplish. And now people just don't feel the same way that they, they feel that Mahomes is going to accomplish and everything Tom Brady has and then exceed that. And I kind of scratched my head with that. Um, you're, you're basing this off what, about three seasons worth of playing play time on the field and one championship run that had you loaded with a team with about the best receivers, tight end, and running backs you could get, and 
division that wasn't necessarily that hard as Oakland has not been relevant in a few years now at this point. San Diego was until they got rid of, and now they're really not relevant, but the back end of Philip Rivers' uh, career and, and hasn't really been relevant. And um, I'm drawing a blank on who's the third or fourth team is out, and it is going to cross me in my mind here in a second. But either, either way, they've not been relevant. <laughs> I don't how relevant they are at this point. I can't even think of, think of the fourth team out of uh, – Well, off an injury, 
or whatever the case may be, is Chris Jones's uh, contract. I knew it was on the 110 Nation Sports site. Um, Four-year, $85 million. It's over $20 million right there locked up on him. And then you're, you're talking about homes. Fifty million or five uh, five hundred million ten years. There's another fifty mil. There's there's seventy million dollars in contracts just right there alone, and two players. So and, and I, I know the way it's structured and some of it's got to do with bonuses and everything else is not too that extreme, but that just gives you an idea of roughly where they're in the ballpark of with just a few of their players. This is this is not the New England system. We 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 watched players buy into a system, buy into an opportunity. Okay, I'm, I'm going to take the lesser of a contract. And we saw this with Randy Moss and um, many of these different running backs that, that came across and different receivers, and even Tom Brady, who continuously restructured his contract, took less money. So he could have the best offensive line he could possibly have, one of the best offensive lines that protected him. Hence, that's why he never got hurt. He spent one season that he was out with the leg injury, and that was it in his, what, 20 years in New England because he was willing to take lesser money so that they could spend that money on an offensive line to protect them, that they could bring in receivers like Randy Moss. That way they can bring in – um, running backs and, and add to the defense to improve their defense. They're not doing that in Kansas City. So to, to compare the possibilities of Patrick Mahomes playing and, and performing to the same level as Tom Brady it is so far stretched to me because we got two different people on two different mentalities when, when, it, when it even comes to your contracts. We got two organizations that are on two different mentalities when it comes to those. Then, of course, we got Tom Brady, who I would love to know. I don't think I could ever follow it. I would love to know what his diet and, and his health regimen actually is. I, I know that is catered to him, and there's a reason why at 43 years old and is willing to pay, play past 45 years old, and is putting up numbers that people half his age is not even able to accomplish. Good part of it too, how and why he's not being, he doesn't have injuries because how he takes care of his body, how he he eats very well and very healthy. The very healthy um, nutritional stuff. There, there's a reason why he he is playing to the level and to the gauge that he's playing. The rest of these these players are not they're not doing the same thing. <laughs> they're like look at Big Ben. I swear he weighs about must weigh like 400 pounds. And then you have Mahomes who almost missed the game after Cleveland because he doesn't want to live to see the next down as often as he should. If I have said it once or twice, I've said it a million times. I'm I'm not big on these mobile quarterbacks. I, I want my quarterback to live to see to live to see the next down. 
Once again, there's there's a reason why Tom Brady's only been injured once in his career, 20-something years at this point. There's a reason why, and it was a serious injury, but there was a reason why Peyton Manning had one injury. There's a reason why a lot of these quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, that they stand in the pocket, don't necessarily run in, and Aaron Rodgers ran, ran a little bit more than I, I and the owner would have wanted him to, but nowhere close to what we see out of Patrick McHolmes and, and some of these other quarterbacks. I can't see Mahomes. One, I don't see it, and I, I talked about this when that ridiculous contract was signed. I don't see him making it to 10 years of this contract. Like, I, I, I'd love to see how it's structured to the end, the back end of this contract. How much does Kansas City got to continue paying, say, seven years down the road, six years down the road, when the tread on the tire is all gone? When you start seeing that thread on those, those Michelin tires showing through, and you, you know at any moment that all it takes is one more bump, one more hit, and hours gone. Like I, I would like to, to, to see the back end of that contract. Is it is it one of those contracts like you know, uh, no no tri- no contract like Bobby Bones, who's still getting that one million dollar a year? Good Lord, I, uh, I'd love to apply to one of New York Met. Yeah, we, we're going to pay one point two five million dollars forever. <laughs> but uh, I would love to see the the and break down. And what it is, I'm gonna sit down and look and get my hands up on a, the back end of that contract. But I just don't see with the mobility and the hits he takes. And we we saw that in the, the playoff game against Cleveland. Um, hey, you know, and it, it kind of found out it was a concussion had something to do with the nerve and everything else. And if he wouldn't have got up as quick as he did, he probably wouldn't have been as woozy. Um, how many how many more hits? And it wasn't even a bad hit. It wasn't a targeting hit. It wasn't a hit to the head. It wasn't wasn't that even that severe of a hit. How many he's already been? He's already dealing with some kind of leg issue. Kind of had a little limp in his step. Um, he'd had that for a few weeks. So how many how many more injuries? How many more hits is he willing to take before he starts just throwing the ball away, living to see another down? I, I just don't see him being able to continue to play at this level and fulfill not 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 just fulfill a ten year contract, but then you're talking about this is the next goat. This this man is supposed to do more and go above and beyond what Tom Brady has done, the, the greatest to ever play at the quarterback position, who was going to his 10th Super Bowl, who was uh, looking for his seventh Super Bowl ring. You're, you're talking about possibly having more Super Bowl rings than anybody else has ever played in Super Bowls. And I'm supposed to believe that a man that was more worried about his own contract and make sure he got paid and a team with the same mentality and a quarterback that doesn't necessarily worry about living to see the next down and, and puts his body on the line too much early in his career 
you're expecting me to believe this is going to this is going to be the next greatest all-time quarterback. This is what you this is a shoe in. This is this is a done deal. Like I, I and it's been a big, been a big conversation this last couple of weeks, especially. And I, I just don't I don't buy into it. There's nothing about how this whole organization handles his play time, how they handle their contract, how how they hold themselves in comparison to what we've seen for the last 20-something years. And even in Tampa Bay, this is nothing's changed. Tom is still Tom. There's nothing flashy. There's no running around. I mean, granted, he's 43 years old. We're not expecting to run around a lot anyway. He's probably one of the slowest running quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. Um, but nothing's changed. Been all these years, people talking about it's the AFC East. That's the only reason Tom Brady keeps going to the playoffs. He plays in the AFC East. Well, first of all, it was a six-round pick out of Michigan that nobody really wanted. <laughs> it wasn't like you know he 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 was top picking and he's a you know I don't want to play anywhere else but the weakest division. Like that's just where he got drafted. Nobody really wanted him. He was drafted in the sixth round. Opportunity just arose, and that was just where he happened to be. But then he goes to the NFC, NFC South, with the Saints, who were one of the team's favorites to go to the Super Bowl. The NFC South, until defenses figured out Cam Newton down in Carolina. Carolina was a threat. He just went to the Super Bowl, what, a handful of years ago? Lost to Arizona? Or no, they beat Arizona in the playoffs, but they they lost to uh, Lord have mercy, or the Patriots. Then they've just been crap shoot since then. But anyway, and then you got Atlanta, which I don't understand. Atlanta, you, you you have a good quarterback, a Pro Bowl quarterback. You you've had some of the best receivers to play the game, Rowdy White and Julio Jones and. You know, you had uh, Tony Gonzalez out there, tied in, running running game. <laughs> and you're, you're just all over the place out there. You you can't manage to put a whole season together. If you come out the gate hot and then you fall apart or you dig yourself so far in the hole that no matter how hot you get in the second half of the season, we'll start even talking about the, the, the complete meltdown of the Super Bowl that everybody in the world thought that you had locked, and then you, you watch New England just come back and beat you. This man switched whole conferences and took a team that had the, the second longest streak of not being in the playoffs behind the, behind the Cleveland Browns, like 18 years or something ridiculous. And not only do you take him to the playoffs, not only did not only did you win three road games, one of them being in Green Bay. Now you now you're sitting in the Super Bowl. 
not gonna lie. I hope I hope Tampa Bay puts a beat down Kansas City. I am not gonna lie. Would put a pretty big smile on my face uh, for a couple reasons. One, I'm just so tired of hearing about Kansas City. I'm waiting for the greediness of all this just to kind of come crumbling down on this whole organization and this be a done done conversation. But ten years of me talking on the radio. God, April 15th, 10 years. It's crazy. I don't have but one team. That's the problem. I, I dislike 31 teams. Some I hate a little bit more than others, but I, I dislike all 31 teams. So I'm not a, really a fan of anything else. I've also been one that I would never bet against Tom Brady or the Bill Belichick system. kind of wonder if it was really Bill Belichick system at this point, or if it was just Tom Brady and the Tom Brady system. Um, as the, the Patriots, well, I, I say that, and, and that's more of because the way people talk, but I don't know if it, I mean, I think Bill Belichick was dealing a bad hand this year, and a lot of people make a big deal about who won, who, who, who really needed who more. Well, I mean, Bill Belichick got stuck with Cam Newton. <laughs> Carolina didn't even want Cam Newton no more. Nobody wanted Cam Newton. Another one of those quarterbacks that want to run don't really have an arm. We've have we not learned anything from Colin Kaepernick and Lamar Jackson and uh, Mike Vick. Once the defenses figure out, you're done. And that's it. Just took a couple years. Fortunately for Cam, it took what three or four years because he was a big body quarterback. He wasn't just. Uh, a running quarterback, but he, he was probably the biggest running quarterback that we've had in the league. But once defenses adjusted and figured it out, you started making them throw the ball, and it just went down real quick. Watch the same thing with Lamar Jackson. Oh, got over the playoff hump, and Buffalo makes some pass the ball. Doesn't let him run the ball so much. And what happens? Pick six. That's it. Done deal. Man, can't throw the ball. Well, you hit the broad side of a bar. But Tampa Bay, not, not only do not only do I want them to kind of stick it to Kansas City because I'm tired of it, but I don't know. You, there's certain things that, and, and I, I talked about this when the Patriots had that run. And, and in a position 18 and 1. There's certain things that you'll never get to see in your lifetime, or maybe once in a lifetime opportunity. I wasn't around when the, the Dolphins in 72 went undefeated. I wasn't around in 46, I want to say, when the Browns were the first undefeated team. So, yeah, seeing, seeing New England was at 2007. 11 or 11, one of the two. It was the two years I lost to the Giants. It would have been great to, to, to see the, the Patriots winning and going to beat. I've never seen a team going to beat. I was alive on the the, the, uh, the Bulls went 72 and 10, and then Golden State 73 and 9, and choked and lost to Cleveland when they were up 3 to 1 in the playoffs. You know, I, I, I've gotten to see some things in my lifetime, but an undefeated has not been one of them. Um, to 
see someone go to their 10th Super Bowl to win their 7th Super Bowl. I mean, it'd be kind of nice to, one, shut the haters up. I mean, it's just going to infuriate them, really. It's not going to shut them up. But it it, it is, it, it will kind of put this kind of smile on my face to all those that had all this doubt, that they talked all this garbage for all these years. Oh, it's the NCAAs. Oh, you, you basically get six buys a year. You play the sorry Dolphins, the, the sorry Buffalo Bills, the sorry Jets. And then all you got to do is just get through a weak AFC which these days AFC ain't looking so weak anymore with Tom Brady being gone. I don't know if it just makes AFC look different or not. I don't know. But, I mean, Baltimore had a good year. Buffalo, Cleveland, Kansas City. I mean, the, the, the AFC ain't looking so weak anymore. And the NFC kind of looking weak these days. Uh, there, there's only two or three real threats uh, teams. Uh, nobody thought Tampa Bay would be one of them. Uh, I feel Seattle, Green Bay, and Saints. And Tampa Bay really really threats out of the uh, the NFC, but it'd be kind of nice to uh, kind of see him put that that explanation on explanation point on his career. Um, I, I know that he's wanting to play for a couple more years. I know he's wanting to exceed the the forty five year mark in his career. I, I think as long as Bruce Arians and, and that Tampa Bay staff puts a offensive line around him and as long as um, players don't get greedy with contracts and they're able to afford to have the right pieces, I, I think there, there's a possibility um, a couple more seasons. I, I don't know to what effectiveness and I, I don't know if it's uh, it, it was going to lead to any more Super Bowls or not. Um, I, I think that Green Bay is going to make some serious moves um, to help give uh, Aaron Rodgers a better opportunity. you got to figure that Matthew Stafford over the Los Angeles Rams now gives them a, a, a different opportunity, a different option, the quarterback that has a little bit better than arm, a little more experience. he got a lot of injuries going with it. I'm not 100% sure. Um, for L.A., if this was the best move, I think it was an improvement, but I don't know if it's enough of an improvement um, to – get um, the L.A. Rams over the hump. Um, I, 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 I think if you maybe improve your receiving um, core a little bit, um, I, I, think, I, I think you might have a better opportunity. But as, as it sits right now, I, I think you just added a quarterback that throws the ball a little bit more, um, has a little bit more uh, of an arm to him with more injuries, a lot more injuries. Um, that he's dealt with rear and an older quarterback. Um, I, I think that confidence was lost out of Jared Goff and the, the beatdown they took early, the Rams took early in the year, and I just don't think they ever recovered. Um, Jared Goff gets to the team that wants him um, in a rebuild, um, kind of where he was at with the Rams when he entered the Rams. I, I, it's Detroit. You, a lot of people go there and their careers just die. They don't accomplish nothing. Sorry, Barry Sanders, one of the greatest running backs I ever got to watch. And unfortunately, he pulled his career early because it was going nowhere. Um, Detroit was not going to get him into the playoffs or anything else, and Detroit was not going to let him go. 
Megatron. I think he pulled his career early as well and retired. Um, I think the death of that was Detroit. Um, so we'll see how Jared Goff fits into Detroit. Um, I know that Detroit gave up. Um, uh, and they gave up uh, some drafts for it as well. Um, so we'll see how that additionally helps. Um, but uh, I know that's been a big topic and a big uh, thing um, in the NFL world um, this last week was that that trade going down. I know I woke up and I was like, oh, snap. I uh, didn't see that coming, but uh, I have the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating Kansas City. I think it'd be a close game. Uh, I really don't care what the score is as long as, uh, as they happen to fall on the blocks that I happen to have when uh, I do get a copy of the uh, football uh, block pool. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, this weekend, not only do we have the Super Bowl 55, like I said, we got the, the Bush class Saturday night. We got qualifying during the day on Sunday. We got the 125 qualifiers on Thursday. Looking forward to that. Monday night, um, the guys will be back in the studio to talk about the clash and talk about who's going to be on the front row, getting guys ready for the 125 qualifiers. For the Race Chat Live uh, at 8 o'clock, we're having with 10 Nation Sports Radio Network. If I'm not mistaken, um, joining us, uh, joining them. I, I hang out in the studio for about the first hour, but getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning, that's about all I'm going to roll. That's why, that's why these shows in at 9 o'clock for my show as well. I get to be about 9 o'clock and things start to get really sluggish and time for me to wrap things up and call it night. Um, yes, Ziggy, uh, Ziggy Racing um, joins the show. So uh, make sure you guys come in and follow me, John, this, this funky. Um, I mean, I know Jack that we've had him on the show, all of our shows, many times. Just this talking. Um, uh, out of uh, New York, New Jersey. Um, God, I can't think of the day on race racetrack. Mike used to uh, um, report on on his Friday night show. Um, but uh, they they got guests coming and joining in the next couple weeks, so make sure you guys check that out and tune in as well. Um, right, don't forget you guys can uh, follow us on uh, Twitter at the One Ten Nation. You guys can check us out on Facebook, the One Ten Nation Sports, and make sure you guys jump over the site, uh, show us some love, um, help us continue to grow, help us uh, continue to uh, you know to bring in marketing partners. If you're out there and uh, you, you want to. Uh, be part of the uh, 110 Nation family and uh, be a marketing partner. It could be for the show, the site. All you got to do is hit me up. Just send me an email, mrcjsports at gmail.com. Um, trust me, we got a we got a plan or, or a way to get you to be a marketing partner for anybody out there. Um, I've reached out to a few people. I, I know that the, uh, the staff's been working on a, a few different things. We got a lot of things unraveling as uh, – we, like I said, uh, April 15th, 2021, we hit 10 years old. There's a, uh, a lot of things that we want to start to uh, roll into place and uh, we want to uh, start uh, expanding and uh, doing doing bigger and better things. So uh, if you're interested, all you do is hit me up, mrcjsports.gmail.com. Make sure you guys go to the site, www.the110nationsports.com. For all the latest going on here, uh, don't forget Monday night, race chat live right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. And then 
I'll be back on here Tuesday night uh, to recap um, Super Bowl 55, talk about the front row uh, for the Daytona 500, um, any other major league baseball uh, moves as we get ready for spring training and the 2021 season, um, and anything going on in the NBA. So, uh, yeah, have a good night. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the 110 Nation Sports Show with Mr. CJ Sports. You are a part of the 110 Nation, so be sure to visit the110nation.com for everything related to the show. You can follow CJ on Twitter at 110Nation and on Facebook at 110 Nation Sports. Until next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.